I forgive myself for expecting others to be for me what I have found difficult to be for myself. I choose to believe that I have the ability to be for myself all that I need. And when I embody those aspects of myself, life shares with me more than I felt was available to me. Bless, bless, bless. Welcome back to the Charlie's True Podcast. My name is Charlie and, you know, I almost want to give myself a label, but I'm not going to. Well, not necessarily a label, more like a title, right? I don't want a specific title. Let's go with something vague. I am just a multidimensional being here to connect with you and to love all over you. What you heard prior to me and my welcome was an affirmation and from an oracle deck called the Self-Forgiveness Oracle Deck. It is a chakra edition. The chakra that that was connected to was the solar plexus. It was a yellow chakra. And so the solar plexus is all about your personal power. And it is actually my favorite. I don't know. if Yeah, I guess you can have a favorite, but it's definitely a part of the chakra Um, the chakra system that I really connected with when I first learned about chakras, like something about the yellow, something about its intention and its purpose really spoke to me at that time in my life. And it makes sense to me. I consider myself a self-proclaimed ambassador of living and embracing your truth. And in order to live and embrace your truth, right, you have to be able to stand in that personal power of yourself, right? Understand and have confidence in who you are and what you bring to the table. And I really do believe that when I think about the solar plexus, that's what I feel. I feel some kind of strengthened identity. I mean, energy, this idea that I'm enough, this idea that I am here and I'm ready to go and being able to understand that I am worthy, I am enough. And so as we are talking about that, so that is basically um, the card I pulled, the oracle card I pulled. And the deck was created by Dr. Shawty. Um, It's definitely a blessing and a great tool and instrument. Um, So yeah, so that is the self-forgiveness oracle deck. And So that's that. Okay. And so I really, first of all, let me thank you. Not first of all, but I guess next. Let me thank you for being here and thank you for your presence. Um, I am always so grateful to be in this space and so grateful to come by and spark up a conversation or spark up a a discussion um, for whether you take it with you and further this conversation or it furthers your research or sparks some kind of interest within you to like delve a little deeper I am just grateful for that or even just to plant a seed. Regardless of what, this gives me an opportunity to really feel connected and to really just share what my experience is. Lately, I've really been talking about self-forgiveness. And I in the last episode, I think I talked about how I was speaking to uh, a classmate and they we kind of had a conversation about self-forgiveness and self-acceptance and how that has really been so important in our journeys of just dealing with our shit and when I mean shit I mean like any prejudice prejudice views we have any biases we have any generalizations we have it's just been so important 
for us to like really practice self-forgiveness when we see those things come up as microaggressions or when we say something that may be hurtful to not just an individual well to an individual as well as a group of people when we're generalizing when we're when our prejudice thoughts are coming to the forefront in our actions and our words and our behaviors and how you know self-forgiveness was so important during that journey And so I wanted to come by and just spark up that conversation about self-forgiveness. And when I think about self-forgiveness, I think about kindness, right? I think about compassion. I think about the ability to accept ourselves where we are as we are and do it from a space where we don't feel the need to judge ourselves, right? We feel the need, we are able to be kind to ourselves, understanding that, you know, the aim isn't perfection, it's progression, right? The, The ability to even be aware of, you know, your emotions, your thoughts, or your actions is so, is such a gift in itself, you know? If you practice self-awareness a lot, or if you practice mindfulness, and you've been doing it for a long time, or there was a place where you never felt like you actually didn't practice self-awareness or mindfulness, you know, maybe you don't really know what it may be like to not have self-awareness, but I come from a space where I was not always self-aware in the, in the space that I am now to the point where I'm able to really look over what I say, what I do, and how I say things and what I say to people and be able to self-reflect in a way that is healthy or even see what I'm saying or doing as something to reflect on or... Another thing is when I'm just in a space of, when I'm not listening to my body, you know, because I think that a lot of times our body give us cues, right? Where this doesn't, I said this, this thing to someone and it doesn't feel good within myself. Or someone says something to me and it doesn't feel good within myself, right? Do we have that space in between what was said and that feeling to really stop and be like, wait, What's going on for me? You know, what am I feeling? What's coming up for me? And I think when you're practicing, my experience has been when you're practicing self-awareness and and mindfulness, like that tends to happen. You tend to get to a space where there is that moment of like, wait, this doesn't feel good. What is going on? And being able to reflect on what that is that's not, quote unquote, feeling good. Um, And so when I talk about self-forgiveness and things like that, self-forgiveness or compassion and even just self-acceptance, I think about that ability to practice self-awareness because that that gift, that skill, that um, practice will allow you to really check in with yourself, you know, and and practice that self-forgiveness, right? Practice that kindness. And the more you practice it, the more it becomes a habit. It becomes your go-to thing. And so for me, I, let's, let, let me see if I can really tap into something that I think was like the biggest thing, not the biggest, but a thing for me to even like practice self-acceptance because I think self-acceptance and self forgiveness went so hand in hand in my journey and it was just a matter of me accepting that I won't always be politically correct 
accepting that I may not see the world the way other people do and therefore my reactions and responses won't always look the way people want it to look. And while that is happening, that may mean that other people may see what I did as wrong or not like correct or not polite. And me being able to be like, Instead of saying, oh, F, I messed up, I, I'm horrible, I'm this, I'm that, and just talking meanly to myself or really being hard on myself about what I'm experiencing, I'm able to be like, you know what? I did the best I could. And you know what? And I get to reflect and decide whether or not I felt like I messed up. Instead of someone else telling me I messed up and me taking that as facts, I get to stop for a moment Think about how I feel about what the situation was as it pertains to me and decide for myself how I felt, right? Is this something I want to change? Is this something moving forward I want to do better with? And I think though those moments of self-forgiveness and reflection allows us that space to really reflect on what exactly it is that we may want to forgive ourselves for, you know, like if... I did something and someone called me out and I feel bad about it. I feel like I messed up or I screwed up. And I'm now being like, you always mess up, Charlie. You always screw up. How dare you? You know, you know better. You know, that's not kind, right? And it's really not helpful. And instead, I can just take a moment, take a deep breath and say, babe, you did the best you could. You know, you gave what you had. Let's think about how we could do better next time. Let's think about if we want to do better next time. Is this actual facts that you really did mess up or is this just someone's perspective from their point of view? And taking that moment and that time for us to really reflect personally for ourselves, our standard of living, what we believe, how we believe we should be showing up, how we want to show up and not necessarily always by other people's standards. I understand that there are standards in this world, this world, that there's expectations of how we should behave, that there are beliefs of how we should be as human beings. But those are all social constructs, right? They were created and they're by human beings and they're constantly changing by being changed by human beings, right? And so when you when we take back our power in a sense, we no longer allow other people to dictate everything we're doing in the world, how we should be living, you know, what we can say, what we can't say, what we can say, what we can't say, you know, what we can wear, what we can't, what we can't, what we can't wear, you know, what jobs we should have, right? What, how we should continue on with our education, right? How we should be married, whether we should have kids, right? Should I want that house? Should I want the husband? Should I want that American dream, right? What is that American dream? And so like, we kind of like, I think it's super important for us to even check our standards and our expectations before we even get to a space of a lot of other spaces, because it's like a lot of what we say to ourselves, a lot of how we respond to ourselves is just a re a reaction of our beliefs about how we should be be behaving, right? You know that should mentality. I should be doing this. I should have said that. I should behave like this because of the labels that have been placed on us or the labels we've accepted as our truth. And so I know that this conversation is about self 
forgiveness but I feel like so there's so many layers to self-forgiveness because there's self-awareness there's self-acceptance there's reflection there's checking in with yourself about what standards you're holding yourself to right because if you have holding yourself to certain standards that content right that belief whatever it is that you've that whatever narrative you created for yourself is now this idea of the of the standard you need to live up to and so when you fall short of that standard a lot of times we react we respond to ourselves by being unkind by judging ourselves by telling ourselves that we always mess up you always fall short. You always do this. Why are you going back to this person? Why do you let them treat you like that? You know, and when we talk to ourselves like that, that is not from a space of kindness. That is not from a space of love. Right. It's this idea of like we kind of like shame ourselves a lot of times. Right. Or or carry guilt um, because we didn't live up to an expectation, whether that expectation is one we've created for ourselves or the expectation is outside of us. Whatever it is, we're judging ourselves against it. And when we think we fell short, you know, we start talking to ourselves in an unkind way. When in fact, like, what the other solution, right, or the other response is to just give yourself a minute. Reflect on what has happened, what has transpired. Listen to the narrative you're saying within yourself, right? What are you saying to yourself in response to what is happening? Is what you're saying facts, right? Are you adding more to it? I forgot to send the email out. I have bad memory, right? And maybe you don't have bad memory. Maybe the issue is just that you had a lot going on and it kind of slipped through the cracks. You know, so really just checking in with yourself about what happened, what are the facts, what actually did happen. I didn't send the email out and I, by five and I was supposed, I, I planned to, or I said I would. Whatever the facts are, right? Whatever is the facts. And then, you know, listening to that narrative we say to ourselves, you know, that you didn't do what you said you was going to do. And how are you responding to yourself? Are you being kind to yourself? Are you in flow? Are you just like, cool, it happened, it's cool, like, I'll do better next time. You know what? Next time I'll write it in my journal, in my planner. Next time I'll put a reminder on my phone. You know what I mean? Are you giving yourself that space of kindness where you're just like, you know what? That did happen. It sucks. But you know what? It's okay. Like, it's okay. I'm going to just do what I need to do, do what I can do in this moment, and I'll do better next time. And you give yourself that kind of that 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 support. We'll do better next time. Accepting that you're not you're not perfect. You know, we fall short. We forget things. Sometimes we say things that, you know, we could have said differently. Sometimes we treat people in a way or we react or respond to people in a way that we don't have, you know, that that don't come off as kind. Or isn't patient. Maybe we're just annoyed for the day, right? We've had a long day. We're just tired and exhausted. And it just took one more thing to trigger us. And now we don't curse somebody out. Or we got super defensive, you know? And maybe you feel a little, you felt a little embarrassed. How are you reacting to yourself? How are you responding to feeling embarrassed? Are you being kind to yourself? When you, quote unquote, fall short to whatever standards that are put in place, how are you responding to yourself? 
Because self-forgiveness, it's all about self-acceptance, right? I think it's so important to 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 pull that in because I feel like the biggest thing, my belief is that from when, just from my experience, is that we are able to be kind to ourselves when we accept that we are already enough. We're already whole. We're already complete. And we're doing great. <laughs> you know, like, we're doing great. And I'm not saying that, you know, we do this in a way to kind of, like, brush past our responsibilities. No. What I'm saying is that, you know, we can be kind to ourselves, understanding that we're doing the best we can. And even while doing the best we can, some things may fall through the cracks. We may not live up to other people's standards of how we should act. We may not even live up to our own standards of how we believe we should act, respond, be, show up, whatever the situation is. But even in that, will we give ourselves that space to just be kind to ourselves? To I, I always vision it as parenting because it's very nurturing, I feel like. It's like that very like, baby girl, like it's all good. Like it's all good. You're going to be fine. You did the best you could, you know, like one of the things I said last um, podcast was I get, you know, I used to judge myself about, you know, the Bold Project podcast and just be like, you know, you went a week or you went two weeks and you didn't do a podcast, you know, like you wasn't showing up, you, you know, and I was just like, I would judge myself for not showing up. But reality was that I was given what I could. I was always giving what I could. And there were just some weeks where I didn't have the energy to to share. And I know that that's okay. Like, I gave what I could, and it was always enough. And it's always going to be enough. And, you know, in those moments, instead of judging myself and getting down on myself about, you know, how I was showing up on a podcast, that would have been a great time to... Just remind myself, like, babe, like, you're doing so good. Like, you you started. You show up when you can. And sometimes that's what you got to give. You know, and I don't have to worry about what the norm is. You know, because the norm is you just show up. You do what you can. Even if you can get 10 minutes out there, probably. You know, the thing is to be consistent. But one thing that came to me earlier today was that, Charlie... You get to decide the norm. The norm is whatever you want it to be. And those that are meant to rock with me is going to rock with me. Right? Like, I know my intentions behind showing up here. And it's way bigger than these these worldly, wor- worldly things, right? It's not about likes and things like that. Like, I really do enjoy... I love doing podcasts. I love talking to people. I love sharing my story. And I love hearing stories. Like, it really feeds me. It really excites me. You know, it makes me so excited about life, about what life has to offer us, about the potential of life, the possibilities that life has to offer. And I'm just having a great time, you know? And so, like, that's the kind of energy I want to share with the world, that great and that great time energy. Like, it's a celebration, Okay, so like, you know what? We're going to consider this podcast a celebration. Like, we celebrate in life this week. Okay, we celebrate in life today. We celebrate in life in this moment. Because for me, like, this is what that is. This is a celebration. Like, yo, like, look what I learned, you know? I like, I like, like, 
telling people like something a aha moment what I consider an aha moment, right? And one of the biggest things for me was that self forgiveness and a self acceptance. And I realized the more I started to love myself, the more I started to accept that, you know, I quote unquote may fall short. I was able to be kinder to myself. I was able to be gentler with myself. I was able to be loving to myself. And instead of being super, super hard on myself, which I tend to be because I've always felt like a parent to myself. Like I was the one, even when I was younger, forcing my, not forcing, but really motivated myself to do really good at school. I would be the one arguing with my teachers because my I felt like my grade wasn't justified. You know, like I've always had that attitude of like taking care of business. And so I I tend to talk to myself as if I'm parenting myself, you know, and you know, it's not like how it used to be now, but the way it was. And so like even now when I talk about self-love and self-forgiveness and um self-acceptance, like that's what I think about. I think about that parenting side of me, that nurturing side of me, that very let me take let me hug you, let me love all over you. Like you're doing great, like you're perfect just the way you are. And even when others don't agree with how you're showing up or what you did, babe, like you're always going to be whole. You're always going to be enough. And when I know I did something from a space of just like I did the best I could, my intentions was to love, my intentions was to pour out love, like literally that was my intention and it fell short according to someone else or according to myself, then all I can do is be better. Like, I, I don't, I'm not aiming to reach a place of perfection. I love the idea of constantly growing, constantly learning, and even having my aha moments, you know, constantly adjusting in life. I always tell, like, my friends and my family and everyone, like, who I am in this moment. I may not be her an hour from now. Because all it takes is for me to have a connection with someone or an interaction or For me to experience something personally, for my mind to be changed, right? For my beliefs to be challenged. And like, I'm not talking about my knowing because my knowing is something totally different from beliefs. But if my beliefs are being challenged, right? That's just my perspective, right? That's content. I'm not really that pressed. You know, I don't think I know everything. I don't think that what I do know is set in stone. I just think that, you know, it's part of what I may have experienced. But it doesn't mean that I can't experience something similar and learn a new lesson from it. And so I think that in self-forgiveness, you know, and in this process of accepting ourselves where we are, we also open up space for shifts. We open up space for change. We open up space to learn because we realize that we don't know everything and that there is still this uh, this area in us that that has this curiosity And because that curiosity is there, we're able to open ourselves up to the world in a way that we're able to allow Earth to teach us. I always say that I'm a student of life, right? I'm in Earth school right now. And in that, like, I open myself up to know that I'm always learning something. I'm always growing. I'm constantly shifting. Who I am in this moment, I may not be that person, just in the sense of, like, my beliefs and my understanding. I, be, I do believe that I'm constantly walking towards to my true self. 
And as I'm going towards and growing towards my true self, I'm letting go of beliefs and ideas that don't serve me. And what I mean that don't serve me is that it keeps me away from my truth, right? Limited beliefs, beliefs that are very like structured, right? That, that doesn't give me space to move, right? This idea that I'm just a passive bystander in this world, like I'm not, you know? And so I'm constantly in, 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 in flow. And in social work school, like I just recently did a presentation where we talked about cultural competence and, you know, self-awareness, the part that self-awareness plays in cultural competence. And one of the things that, you know, was being challenged for the cultural competence model was that this idea that in self-awareness, you are able to be mindful of your cultural identity. And because you're mindful of your cultural identity, you are able to stop yourself from allowing your biases and cultural identity to show up when you're interacting with clients. But at the same time, they acknowledge that people, cultures play such a big part in how they show up. And I think that that was like so important because it's this idea that self-awareness is not just about us being able to identify whatever beliefs and biases and judgments and whatever else we carry with us, but also that ability to open ourselves up to allow those things to be challenged. And I think challenge is not the right word, but that's the word that came to me. It's not the, the best word in this situation because it's no, I guess challenge is not, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be forceful, but you know, it allows us that space to allow interactions with other people and other experiences and situations to help us stay open, right? Because we're constantly, we're fluid. We're constantly changing. We can be changed by a conversation. You know, I can tell you something that you didn't think about before and you're like, oh, you know what? I can see how that works, you know? So now it's a new possibility you got. And, you know, I think people who read a lot also experience this. Like, you, when you read, it, it brings you into a different world, a different perspective. And I love reading because it really does open me up to someone else's perspective of how the world works. What is their world like? What is their, their idea of life like? How do they view the world? And I, I like having those perspectives. And it's not about absolutely feeling like what someone is saying is true and everything they say has to be true because I think and I'm talking about books that I read about spirituality about you know psychic abilities about enlightenment and awakening or about uh behavioral stuff right like social behavior cues and the way you know our our stages of development and attachment theories and all those things right I feel like they help us to see someone else See the world from someone else's lens, right? Because when people write books, I really do feel like they're writing it from their perspective. And I feel the same way about research and everything else. Like, people are writing it from their lenses. And even when they say, like, oh, I did this research and all these other things, I do. But, uh, I don't want to call people out. You know, I don't want any to ruffle any feathers, you know. But <laughs> I do believe that people have their idea of what they're expecting to find in their research projects. And they kind of find... Um, studies that support that so that's just my theory right it's still a work in progress um it is what it is right and so that again right I'm keeping an open mind about that because I could be a completely wrong this is just like a theory I've always had about research about science whatever um 
not so much science, but about research specifically. I have other ideas about science, but you know, just little things that do come across my, my, my life path that I interact with. And I'm like, Hmm, what do I think about that? You know, but if you guys must know, I'm a Leo sun, moon and Gemini rising. Those are my main three and I'm a life path 22. So, you know, 22 goes to four. And at the end of the day, you know, I question things. I'm not about to just take your truth. Um, whatever you say is true and take it as facts. I'm a questioner. I'm curious. And so I question things. And so like, you know, just, just a little, just a little, a little plug in just to let you know, just the perspective I'm coming from. I'm a questioner about a lot of things. And so that's just how I roll. But yeah, I just feel like, I feel like self-forget. I just feel like so many things play into the idea of self-forgiveness because there's levels to it. Just in a sense of other things that we we practice, right? Like I said, the self-awareness, um, the reflection, right? The ability to step back and really be mindful of the narratives. Be mindful of where this is coming from. Be mindful of why we may feel we messed up. Why we may feel we fell short, right? Whose standards is this going by? Where is this belief coming from? Is these Are these facts? right or are is it just a social construct is it just a belief you have right and even if it is it if it is a belief is it a belief that you currently believe in in the season of your life the things about beliefs is that they can change too so just because a belief worked you know you you had a belief and it really worked for you and as your teenager you know it doesn't necessarily have to be like you have to agree with it as an adult you can you can you can change up and, and that's okay. You know, that's part of our growth. We're constantly changing. We're constantly shifting who we were yesterday. You know, different aspects of ourselves are just falling away. We don't resonate the way we used to resonate with certain beliefs, with certain people, with certain ideas, with certain jobs, you know, certain careers, certain paths we were on. You know, they kind of change. They shift up as we get older or as life happens. You know, experiences happen and they, they tend to shift us. One of the things I believe about COVID-19 is that it's going, I, I keep writing on different social media platforms, welcome to the new earth. Because I really do believe it's going to change us as a society. Now, whatever that, what that looks like, I'm not sure of, but I do know that it's going to change us. Right? And so beliefs we had may be falling apart, you know, maybe, maybe releasing, right? We may be questioning things that we weren't questioning before. I know a lot of things has come to the surface for me. I realized a lot of things I wasn't paying attention to. Like I wasn't ever really super big on politics and policy and all that stuff. Like I cared about it, but I wasn't really digging deep. And now like all of a sudden I have this urge and this excitement and this desire to really want to engage and really understand like policy more. And like I know it because... Law is very similar, I think, to policy. Well, law and policy really is aligned. I, th I think social work and policy, I mean, yeah, social work and law is super aligned. And, you know, policy also tends to um, really intertwine with social work uh, because of the social justice aspect. And a lot of that social justice aspect plays on the policies that are in play, you know, that's creating whatever issues, whatever problems, whatever um red flags that we are 
we are looking to adjust, um, address. And so a lot of these things are so intertwined and I'm realizing a different aspect of myself coming, coming out, you know, and I know she was always there, but like now she's coming out full force and she's, she's different. You know, I feel different and it's really exciting to see like where this takes me and where this, this desire, you know, drives me towards. And that's what I, I mean, I, I'm just having a great time in life because I love that it keeps me on my toes. Like I don't really, I used to plan so much when I was a younger adult. And now I realize that like going with the flow works for me. It may not be everyone's cup of tea, but it works for me. Right. And I was part of my self-acceptance. I had to accept that the way everyone else or the way I've been asked to navigate this world. Right. What are you going to do in five years? What are you going to be doing 10 years? I don't come from that space. That's not how I navigate my life. That's just not who I am. Um, and the season that I'm in, you know, I, I navigate from a different space. You know, I I get guidance from a different space. You know, I, I check in before I make choices. I'm, you know, I have a whole different process. And it's not so much about what the world says I need to have or where the world says I need to be. But it's a deeper thing for me. It's within. It's a more spiritual thing. And, you know, connected to all that is type of type of vibe. And so that has to come with my self-acceptance, you know, me being able to accept who I am as I am. And understanding that, you know, I'm going to fall short in this process and I may not always get it right. And maybe a decision I made two years from now where I thought like I was just living in a moment, maybe five years later, it seems to be like it's impacting something. You know, and in that moment, being able to be like, that's good. That's OK. You did you did the best you could. And that's OK. So I really want to. I really hope that this podcast really speaks to someone and helps you just. You know, whatever it does, whatever it does, I'm not going to even like have an expectation, but I really do hope it helps. I hope that what, however it helps, that it helps. And that, you know, you know that you're deserving of kindness from yourself, that you're deserving from love, of love from yourself and that everything you need, you can give to yourself. Like whatever you're looking for, acceptance, approval, forgiveness, love, peace, joy, like you have all those things within yourself. You just have to invite yourself to it. You give it to yourself because you have it already. No one outside of you needs to give you any of these things. You don't need their approval. If they're not willing to forgive you, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for whatever the situation is. Love all over yourself. Remind yourself that you're enough. Remind yourself that you did the best you could. And even if you think, well, I knew better, I could have did better. Well, you were probably coping. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many other things at play, like, I don't believe anybody's doing anything for no reason, that there is an underlying thing going on. There is a root cause, something being triggered that's causing you to react, respond, be, do, whatever, the way you did. And what you can do if you want to be better or do better or feel like you you messed up is to do better moving forward. And you can do better by really checking in with yourself and asking yourself, like, where did that come from? What is that really about? Because it's not about that person. What is it really about? What's really going on with you? How are you really feeling within yourself? You know, where does that stem from? 
and just start questioning yourself, question your behaviors. And that's the reflection part, right? It's so important for us to reflect, ask ourselves why, question our own beliefs, question our own actions. You know, why are we showing up the way we're showing up? Because I'm telling you, you are deserving of love. You are deserving of forgiveness. You are deserving of peace. You are deserving of joy. You are deserving of it. And you have access to all of that. You are abundant being. You are joy-filled. Okay, you are love. At any moment, you can tap into any of that because you are it already. And so self-forgiveness is all about being kind to yourself, having compassion for yourself. Reminding yourself that you're doing great and that you can do better and you will do better. Not that you can do better, that you will do better moving forward. You're doing great already. It doesn't like every moment is an opportunity. See it. You can always accept every moment and everything as a gift. It's a gift to you. It's an opportunity for you to do different, for you to be better, for you to learn. You know, so when you feel like you did something and you feel some sort of way and you're in your feelings like, damn, I effed up, I messed up, I could have did better, I can't believe I did that, you know, instead, like, give yourself a moment. Take a deep breath. Check in with yourself. Reflect, like, you know, what's really coming up for me? How am I really feeling about this? And also, just fig- just. Spend time, spend time with yourself in that moment, being loving, being kind to yourself, being gentle to yourself. You don't need to judge what's coming up. Just let it come up. You feel like you messed up. How did you mess up? What did you do? What can you learn from this? You know, because opportunities, I don't know. I do not believe that an opportunity that we are given is ever a mistake. I believe that there's always something we can It's always a gift with it. You know what? Like, I know when I used to experience symptoms of depression, every time I would go through it through months or weeks at a time, you know, weeks at a time or month, you know, I would always say, you know, once I got used to (laughs) experiencing it a couple of times, I realized I was like, you know, it's not the depression that scares me. It was always how long I didn't I never knew how long it was going to be, you know, that sadness, that heaviness. But I will say every time that those those symptoms ended, those those seasons ended, I was a whole new person. I was a whole different person. It was like always a renewal for me. It was like going through a shadow, you know, period, and coming out and the sun is just bright and excited and happy. And I had to like love all over myself and get to know myself again. Because it was like parts of me had shedded or it was like, I was like experiencing the world differently. And so I truly do believe that every moment we're giving is an opportunity. It's a gift. You know, but that's just my perspective. You may have a different perspective, but whatever your perspective is, I pray that is a loving one for yourself. For a, a, I pray that it's an opportunity for you to love all over yourself, to give you whatever you need to elevate, you know, because beating ourselves up, being unkind to ourselves really doesn't help the situation. So what can we do to move forward? How can we move forward? I say that love is the answer, but you may have a different answer. What is that answer for you? Because I'm just giving suggestions here, okay? 
that's all I got. You know, one of the things I always tell people is like, I'm always coming from my experience, right? Whether I read it, lived it, experienced it, whatever it is, like I'm coming from my own perspective in this world, you know? And there are times where I'm just like, I feel super neutral and that's fine too. And I think even that comes from my own perspective, this idea that I know that there's a possibility that there's some things I just don't know. And because I don't know everything, I don't feel the need to judge everything because some things for me is just like, why do I need to judge this? And there, both, both of these things can be true. So why, why do I feel the need to get down to the bottom of it? I don't, I used to need so much control. I don't need that control anymore. So I'm okay with with being like, who knows? We'll see. I look forward to it. You know, like kind of like being optimistic um, about the situation. So yes, I'm going to let you all go. I'm super, super grateful that I got to come through and just talk. Shoot the shits. I think that's what they say. Um, and I pray that you are really being kind to yourself, that you are being patient with yourself. I pray that this podcast really spoke to you. Um, I do not plan podcasts. I mean, I have a t- I had the topic, right? Because I was like, oh, let's talk about self-forgiveness. Um, because it was something I've talked about a lot within the past week and a half. And so, I, I not that I, probably I didn't talk about it a lot, but it kept coming up with things that were happening around me. People that were coming to me and we were just conversating and that would keep coming up. This idea of accept, accepting yourself where you are. Practicing self-forgiveness, right? When you're showing up, especially like if you do like social media stuff or you have a business and you feel like you could have did customer service better or you feel like you said something live that you wish you hadn't, you know, that's a, a perfect time. And even when you're a manager at different workstations, right? Those are great times to practice self-forgiveness, to be kind to yourself, to be patient with yourself, right? to own up to whatever it is that's going on and be okay with the experience that you're having. Knowing that you're human. This is a human experience, boo. Spiritual being having a human experience. You're going to have emotions. You're going to do... There's going to be situations that you get into that are great learning lessons, right? Welcome to Earth School. Join us. (laughs) But yes, I just pray that, you know, this speaks to someone. That this conversation... Hopefully, I know I talked about several different things and I went on like little tangents here and there, but I pray that it really does speak to you and that it really does support your journey or sows a seed for you or someone else. You know, be sure to share this with other people. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so hype to like show up and have these, you know, talks and I really want to connect with you all. So I'm over at Charlie's Truth, C-H-A-R-L-I-I-E-T-R-U-T-H-L-L-C, over on the gram, okay, over on IG. And you can find me at Charlie's Truth on Facebook as well. So hit me up. Let's conversate. You know, definitely, definitely, definitely leave your feedback on the podcast, Um definitely rate this. You know, I am here. I am here. We are partying out. We are celebrating life together. Okay. Moving forward from now, moving forward, we're celebrating life together. So be sure to like, let's get this moved up. Let's get this heard. Let's have these conversations. Let's connect. I want to have, I want to build community with y'all. Like, let's go. We're all on this journey, you know, maybe seeming like we're in different spaces, 
but we're all here. And I think that that is such a beautiful thing in itself. And the fact that we are all here together right now is so, so beautiful. And I'm very grateful for you. I'm grateful for this space. I'm grateful for this opportunity. And I really want to continue to connect with you. And so I'm sending you love, light. And I am praying that in this moment that you are feeling absolutely pumped up and excited and hopeful and that, you know, this poured into you, that this added value to you, because I think that that's the goal, right? This added value to the world, okay, in some way, shape, or form. So I really do pray, even if it motivated you to start your podcast, okay? Okay, yes, get that podcast started. Okay, I felt that. Um, So yes, I love you all. I can't wait to catch up with you soon. Please connect with me on social media. Be sure to rate this podcast. Leave your feedback. And I look forward to talking to you all soon. Love you, love you, love you. Take care of yourself and be kind to yourself and to others. Besos.